0: Welcome to Travel Chat with Ashley and Emily.
1: I'm Ashley from Ashley Gets Around.
0: And I'm Emily from Emily Eats and Explores.
1: This podcast features me and Emily who are both full-time solo travelers. We kind of imagine this podcast as being part travel channel, part Bravo.
0: So grab your favorite beverage and let's go.
1: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Travel Chat with Ashley and Emily. We have a very unique episode today that's kind of an interesting, I guess, conundrum maybe. Emily is going to talk about how she just lost her TikTok account. And for most people, I think this wouldn't be a big deal. And maybe, I mean, Emily, you can talk about this. Maybe it's not for you either. But Emily had a pretty sizable TikTok account and just randomly got shut down. So do you want to tell us everything that's happened?
0: Yes. And I definitely wanted to talk about this because I did have a lot of questions about it. And one, I just think it's interesting to talk about the way social media works and how like volatile it can potentially be, but also talking about it in form of like a business perspective and how detrimental it could actually be if you don't have the right things in place. So basically what happened, I was sitting in Puerto Rico. I was on rooftop pool with our friend Nina and we were talking about Instagram because we had just gone to the Women in Travel Summit WITS in Puerto Rico, and there was a session on TikTok. So how to grow and monetize your TikTok. Yeah, and- it was unfortunately at the same time as
1: mine. <laughs> can we just, we'll talk about that in another episode. Yes. <laughs> We're going to
0: talk about Wits bit. I'm like, can I ditch my own session <laughs> so I can go to Jen's? <laughs> um, so it was obviously, yes, it was obviously very popular, but I have been having mixed feelings about TikTok. And for those of you who are on social media, which is many of you listening to this, most people will have their preferred platforms and the ones that feel a little bit more off or a little bit more forced. But as a content creator, you feel like you need to be anywhere and everywhere. And I do fully believe it's good to at least have your account name on different platforms, just in case you do want to use it in the future. But TikTok was one of those that I got really invested in. I grew really fast and then I just found it to be quite a toxic place. And it's not a place that I personally go to, to like consume content or anything. So it was something that I kind of had my ups and downs. It didn't feel as natural or as fun or as community-like as something like Instagram or potentially YouTube where it has those really nice community building features. And you feel like you really know the people that you are putting posts out there to. So TikTok was something that I was like, having pros and cons about. And it was really funny that I was I was actually thinking about moving away from TikTok. Because as a content creator, again, it's good to at least have a username, but you should have your primary platform and then a secondary platform. And for me, that was TikTok. But I wanted to move a bit more towards YouTube. So I was on and off. But then, you know, we had this magical session about TikTok and how amazing it could be. And this is how you grow. And it's just place to put fun stuff. And I was feeling more energized around it now, you know, hearing everybody talk about this session and how great it was. And how much you can do, you know, for your business and to grow your audience. So I went back on it. I logged in. I probably hadn't logged in for maybe like four days. And the first thing I did was I updated my link in bio because I have a free masterclass that is out. And I wanted to share that masterclass in my link in bio on my TikTok. So went on there, changed my link in bio, and I immediately got a pop-up that said, that my account had gone against community guidelines and that I was permanently banned. When the pop-up comes on, it says you're permanently banned. There's a little button that says you can appeal it. So obviously I appealed it. I had the link that I put in there. I had a screenshot of what it says that it was just a link to my like email newsletter platform that I use. And then it was like two to five minutes later, I got an email sent to me that said my appeal was denied, and that my account was permanently banned, and basically there was nothing else I could do. So it's very clear that there was no real person in any of this. It was all the algorithm, the robot, whatever you want to call it, which is which is definitely like super disappointing. So I tried to send a bunch of emails and I just got them back that were that and they said like nobody is like looking at this email account and it's basically not run by a person. So I was like, okay, well, that's great. So then I found this like other appeal form and I submitted it and I haven't heard anything. So it's been... I don't even know how long at this point. Maybe four days. So there is essentially nothing you can do. I posted it on my stories. I got a lot of feedback and questions about it. It's super nerve wracking for sure, especially if you have a large following. I had about thirty thousand followers at the time, but for me, it's I didn't feel like a place where my like community was and where I really liked to to go. As I said, but when TikTok first started, it was a place that everybody wanted to be because you could blow up and grow followers and like have a lot of people view your videos even more than Instagram but I feel like that is definitely not happening as much as it was because I'm seeing people with a million followers that are getting like 300 views on their videos and I'm like will I get like five times that just on my stories so it's like you know And it's a place that I didn't really want to be anyway. So in a way, I feel like, you know, the universe was telling me to just get off of it. But it is weird not having a TikTok account because it did give me some nice perks when it comes to partnerships and things like that. It was just a little added cushion for me to like be able to promote things to to be able to like up my packages. Um, I did have about three TikTok partnerships at the time. So I still have to renegotiate contracts with them. But I don't know, I have like pros and cons. I definitely was not like curled up in a ball crying at all. I was a little bit stressed about it because I didn't want different brands and companies and people like going to that account and having it say this account was permanently banned, which it showed on my end. And now I know it's just kind of, it just says that this account is like deactivated or something like that. So it's not the end of the world. And I did do a great job at having, again, having another platform, which was my Instagram. I directed most people to TikTok, from TikTok to my Instagram. And then I have my email list, which is like the most important thing that you can have as a creator, because that's really the only place That's the only thing that nobody can take away from you. You own your email list. You own those emails. And you know, if you send an email out, it's definitely going to that person whether they open it or click on it or not, depending how good, how juicy your content is and how much value you're providing them. But it wasn't the end of the world, but I know it definitely can be for some people. And I think it's just really important to have those kind of things in place and know where your audience is and know where your priorities lie. And I'm not saying this to like freak anybody out, but I just do think it's important to talk about if anybody is... A creator that's listening to this, which I feel like there are a lot of creators that do listen to this podcast. Shout out. So just having other options and things in place. And TikTok is definitely the most volatile out of all the other platforms. Instagram, especially if you have a blue check or if you have insurance like Notch Insurance, that's going to be a great outlet for you to go to in case any Anything like this happens. And I've heard the same about YouTube as well. They're really, really great on their customer service and getting accounts back and videos back. But I know it's quite hard to actually get banned or shut down on YouTube as long as, you know, you're again, you're not doing anything super provocative or like political or, you know, violence or things like that. But yeah, it's definitely an eye opening thing to one not have all of your eggs in one basket but also like yeah having things in place that if you are a creator and you're potentially wanting to monetize or bring people to another platform like you gotta have those things so yeah it's crazy If you are looking to make money while traveling the world, make sure you check out my course, The Money-Making Traveler. And you can find me, Emily, at Emily Eats and Explores.
1: You can find me, Ashley, at Ashley Gets Around on Instagram. If you want cheap business class flight deals sent directly to your inbox, you can sign up at ashleygetsaround.com. Make sure you head to the show notes to find out more about me and Emily. I mean, I saw that and my heart just sank for you. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to like call her. What is happening? I mean, for me, it's like, I pretty much only do Instagram. And your email list. And my email, well, okay, yes. But I will say it's interesting because I've heard mixed things like, You know, it used to be all the stuff was like email list, email list, email list. And then I've seen some other like bigger creators be like, oh, that's old news now. And like, you don't need an email list or blog to make money, Mm -hmm. which is also true. Mm -hmm. But I think it's very important to note that like, you don't own your social media, Mm -hmm. it's rented space. It's rented space. And at any time, it could go away. And, you need to have something that's 100% yours. And so for me, like the email list is, like I have that information and I have it in four different places. Like every week I go in and add whatever new, you know, 100 subscribers or whatever it is, I have not just where my emails are hosted, but I have two backup lists, Mm -hmm. because I own that. And if something ever happened to my Instagram, my business wouldn't disappear. Because I think that that's like really important as content entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. which is what we are, Mm -hmm. is that we diversify. And for me, I think my next thing is YouTube. Yeah, I think that makes the most sense. TikTok, I just I don't know, I never really like got into TikTok. But I would be pretty upset if my Instagram just like disappeared. Like this happened to, um, you met Rebecca, right? Shout out. This happened to her last year where she lost her Instagram, could not get it back. And thankfully, she now has a new Instagram that's kind of a similar name to her old one. And she was able to get, now she even has more followers on the new one. But I know that like she was doing brand deals. And I think Mm -hmm. that it like caused her a lot of stress when she didn't have and Instagram. So definitely just like every video, if you're posting it, download a copy of it. So that way, if you do have to make a new account, you don't also have to create all new content. There was a one, I don't really reshare content, but I did reshare one reel. I just put the same audio over a different business class product. And it did really well the second time too. Mm -hmm. So you never know, like, for me, I've probably done nine hundred posts on Instagram, but if I have at least a couple hundred of those downloaded to my phone, I could redo the content. And maybe it would—you know—it could take a month or months or year, like who knows—to like grow again. But at least you still like have the content and you own that at least. But yeah, I mean, it's
0: like, yeah. so what are you, so are you going to go back on TikTok? That or are you just- is the big question right now. As you said, with the downloading, I did, I have about, I think it was, it's like 400 of my TikToks downloaded oh, wow. without the watermark, which is a lot. Yeah. I For some reason, I don't know. I, I was probably sitting in the airport board and I was just like, I should download any of my TikToks that I think could do well on other platforms. So they So in that case, they did well because all different platforms kind of have their own styles. But if one does really well on a platform, it probably will do really well on the others. So those were the ones I really focused on downloading and saving just to have just in case because TikTok is also a very like just throw your phone up and have a conversation and do something else. So I have gone back and forth with having a new TikTok account. And it wouldn't obviously be the same name, I couldn't have the same name, but something like the money making traveler, like my course, and just having it very niche, probably and having a direction because I think that was, you know, in the beginning, that's how I grew fairly quickly was it was like these series that TikTok like doing. So In the beginning, I think it was like four or five months, I was posting four TikToks a day. And they were like, oh my gosh, yeah. So I grew from 300 to 14,000 in about like, it was less than two weeks. Yeah. So then it took me like over a year to double that. Because after that time, I was kind of just like, I grew really quickly. And then I was kind of going up and down with it because I wasn't having a like I wasn't enjoying it like and then I was seeing all these other people doing these different things and I was like oh I have to be like super like hot so I had this like hot girl tiktok phase which was like so uncomfortable and so not me where I would have like the eyelash and eyeliner and lip fillers type filters and like (laughs) oh my god it makes me like want to cringe but like people were doing that I was like okay this is what's working this is what people want so I have to do that and you know, I have to do this and now it's the voiceovers and now it's this and that. And I do think TikTok can be like an amazing place for you to grow. But I think if you really want that community aspect, like it does have to be mostly you talking and it can kind of be anything that whole like be the brand now. But I think you have to be the brand and the brand still has to have a niche, if that makes sense. <laughs> Cause I think people are like, ah, I'm the brand, but like I feel like you still have to have a direction because TikTok is just so insane, but it really is like at the end of the day, it's, it's more of an entertainment platform. I didn't see as much when it came to like driving people to my other- Your products. Yeah, my, my website or like my sales, like people definitely did click at my link in my bio. And I definitely, I had one video blow up that I had my Amazon store to and I made like $600 in like three days. That was really nice. But other than that, like it has to be, I feel like people impulse buy and like in order to really impulse buy on TikTok- it has to be like a lower cost item. And that's just not the kind of things that I personally offer. Like I feel like 100 hundred, two $200 plus items aren't like an impulse buy. So I just don't really think, you know, and I don't, I, I'm not the kind of person that wants like super, super random people to buy my things anyway. Like I still want it to be a community, you know, you know, I don't want, I want people in my membership to like be there for the right reasons and things like that. So I don't know. I think it's hard for me. And I just, I personally felt like TikTok was like a pretty toxic place, And I know it doesn't have to be that way, but like it was coming summer and I never ever searched like body image or diet, stuff like that. And like when I went on that day, like it was like three videos I had were like weight loss stuff. And I was like, okay, is this just because it's now beginning of summer or like, I don't know. So I was like, I don't like this. (laughs) So I don't know. I'm going to have to talk to my business coach about it. And see what her thoughts are. But I'm also okay with just really focusing on Instagram and email and YouTube when I can. So it's a hard thing.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll have to do another update episode or Mm -hmm. like update when you hear back from TikTok and see what they've said.
0: Yeah. Send us a DM if you are pro TikTok or con TikTok. Yeah. I want to hear what people think about it and everyone's thoughts about it. Well, This was a very interesting episode. (laughs) I'm like, double
1: check to all my settings on Instagram. I'm like, okay, do I have my two factor authentication on? Like, can anybody hack me? Like, make sure my correct numbers on there and all that
0: stuff. Well, hopefully I think everything will work out in the end. That's just my I think so. And at the end of the day, if it doesn't come back, like I learned a lot. I was still learning and growing in the process. And I think even if one of your accounts does get shut down at some point, like you still have all of those skills that you had when you were creating all of that content. And even though it's sad that maybe some of that goes away, like if you got to a place, you, you can get back to that place. It just might obviously take some time. So do not fret. Do not fret.
1: What a great you. place to end this episode. <laughs> or, do,
0: or do either one. Whatever you want to do. We support you here at Travel Chat with Ashley and Emily. <laughs> we-
1: We support you. If you want to freak out, come hang out with me. We can freak out together. Well, this was a great episode and we will see you guys next week. Bye, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. You can find me, Ashley, at Ashley Gets Around on Instagram.
0: And you can find me, Emily, at Emily Eats and Explores.
1: Tune in to Travel Chat every week to find out the shenanigans that Emily and I are up to. Bye everybody.